this is the kind boy from the islands. You are now listening to the Schmear Campaign with T.W. and Kirsch Cat. Hello and good evening. Welcome to episode 14 of the Schmear Campaign. I'm your host, Brian, in Jersey City with a beautiful night here, 66 degrees. And down in Miami, where it is a hot 80 degrees at 8.30 at night, we have T.W. T.W., what's up? What it do? What it do? You know, it, it, it was actually, it's a, it's a deceiving 80 degrees. It's a deceiving nice. 80 Oh, you know what the humidity is right now? What? 69%. I mean, yeah, there you go. Gotta love it. Right, Gotta so that was just, that wonder was so years for the taking. No wonder I look so slick. Um, I'm watching, got two games up right now. We got the Nationals and the Dodgers, bottom of the third. Nationals and Cardinals. Yep, top of third, 0-0, pitcher's duel. Um, and you got the Packers and the Lions right now. 3 nothing Lions early. And as I said on the video, uh, we're going to be watching because I, I took the Packers minus four and a half. So Yeah, I like, your, I like your little preview videos. Yeah. I like, I, I'm telling you, man, there's a, I have a different kind of energy on Mondays. You know, like, I don't know. Rough, I mean, not rough weekend. This is a long, typical, you know, TW weekend. And I felt great. Slept in a little bit because of Indigenous Peoples Day. Happy, happy Indigenous Peoples Day to those who celebrate. Happy Columbus Day. Happy, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, happy, happy 1,024th Indigenous Peoples Day to Elizabeth Warren. I think people thought I was celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day too hard when I walked in with a sunburn I had today at work. Ugh. I mean... Are you a Redskins fan? Am I a fan of the word Redskins? Yeah. Or the team? I know you're not a Redskins fan, but like... Oh, I think Redskins is a fine name. I don't think there's any issue with it. Yeah, even, I mean, the, even the indigenous say it's not offensive. Yeah, I, I think you have... Listen, I think with every issue, no matter what it is, you always have two sides of the story. You always have people who are going to be offended no matter what, and then you're always going to have people like us who are just like... Shut up and, you know, live your life. Exactly. Find something else better to do. Speaking about Indigenous Peoples Day, uh, I know this is not something we wanted to address, but that whole thing with the Braves and the tomahawk chop, I know we're going to get to some of our typical PC nonsense today. That was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about that last week, did we, didn't we? Was it? I don't know. I don't think it was a Monday. Yeah, I thought we talked. I thought we talked about that because I, I remember bringing up John Heyman. Oh, you're right. You're right. It was John Heyman. You're right. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. No, but you know, this is everybody. Like today, I saw Omar Kelly tweeting about Indigenous Peoples Day. What did he have to say about Indigenous Peoples? He was just retweeting an article about how some cities are uh, referring to it as Indigenous Peoples Day now. I saw some chick that I used to work with talking about supporting, supporting like indigenous people's businesses and shit. I'm like, does that mean I get to go to the Hard Rock Casino tonight on a Monday? Hey, listen, I'm down to support Native American business owners. They're Americans. No, no, I'm talking about that. But I'm saying the only one I know is the fucking Hard Rock Casino. Right, but I don't need to do it on a specific day is what I'm saying. Like, these people yeah, are so stupid. That's the moral of the story. You don't need it. These people are so dumb. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, most of these people are not asking for that. Christopher Columbus, you know, whether you hate him or, or love him, you know, and, and I don't really have an opinion of Christopher Columbus. Like, I, I just, I don't. 
you know, I think it's great that he was an explorer and whatever, but I just, I'm, I love America and I love what we've become. So without that first chapter, there is no us. So therefore I, I'm grateful. I'm happy to celebrate. And if you're, uh, uh, looks nice. Uh, if you're a uh, Christopher Columbus fan, the other Christopher Columbus, uh, the director of Tommy Boy and um, um, Tommy Boy and the other one, what's the one where they're running for? Uh, um, come on, what am I? Tommy Boy and um, the one where they're running for office, governor. Uh, Tommy Boy and come on, Chris Farley, David Spade, running for governor. He's running like for governor of Illinois or something or mayor. Uh, I don't know. Keep talking. I'll look it up for you. Christopher Columbus. Well, either way. So if you're a fan of either Christopher Columbus, two ways to celebrate. Um, you know that that just reminds me. Black sheep. Black sheep. Never saw it. What? Great movie. Are you a Chris Farley guy? Yeah. Love Chris Farley. But I'm not like any I'm not like any one thing enough to see everything. Like I don't care really. Um That's what? That's fair. Yeah. Um, but you know, speaking of movies, you know what blew my mind this weekend? Hmm. I saw a coming attraction for Jay and Silent Bob the reboot. Ah. I never watched Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, okay. So you weren't like a clerks fan and all that. No. Nah. Nah. Okay. I mean I, I appreciate it. You should see. You would. I mean, it, it's right up our alley in terms right. of the type of humor. No, I know. Listen, I, I'm, I'm cool with them. I'm cool with Jay and Silent Bob. Ooh, I don't like what's happening in Green Bay. Well, listen, it's still early. It's only Ooh. 8.30, so uh, all right. Let's... Yeah, it's still early, but it could also mean a long night. Well, let's get into it. Let's get, let's into, get this... into it. So, um, so everybody had a good week? Right? Yeah, this nice week. Busy. Yeah, yeah, busy. For you, yeah. What? I sent you the picture of the uh, assembly uh, assembly building. Yes, yes, I love that. Yep, I love that. You know, because that's like I couldn't pull over and get closer pictures. Is it's just like restricted? It's just like well, it's like you're. It's one you have to pull into the grass, but there is like a lot of different like you know official vehicles driving around. I did see that bus that like they would transport astronauts in. That was cool. Listen, I uh, I can't wait for Americans to return to space on our own uh, yeah. on our own rockets, and it's uh, and you you got the perfect vantage point for us. Man. Can't wait. Doing some doing some pre-launch scouting. I like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, um. All right. So busy week. A lot happened. Um. For me, in terms of sports, I had a pretty. Pretty good sports week. I'm surprised you don't have bags under your eyes because I, I couldn't last that long last night. I did you stay up for the whole game? No, I, I fell asleep, but I was out by like you know I had a, you know me I had a weekend. I slept for about eight. I got my eight hours. Yeah, I was uh, I I stayed up the whole time and and I got to tell you. So we're talking about we're talking about Yanks Astros game two, and I got to tell you that there's probably nothing worse in sports than. Because I can't really think of another sport where it happens, where baseball games can go late sometimes, especially when it's a national game. Yeah. So Sunday night baseball, or, um, or or you know sometimes they do Saturday night baseball sometimes, but whatever. Like, it, 
It is so heartbreaking watching a game go into extra innings late into the night, 1 o'clock in the morning, sure. and watching your team lose. Yeah, no, I'm with you. That's tough. What time did the game end? Uh, I think like right around 12.30 or so. Oh, he's down. He's down at TJ Hawkinson, down at the two. Um, 12, okay, yeah, I wouldn't have made it for that. Let me ask you this. Before you get into the games, I because I was busy on Saturday when they released the lineups. And you know me, forgive my naivety and my ignorance to the Yankees, but I'm, I'm pulling for you during this run. Um, but why would they what's – the, what's the pulse in Yankees Nation? He's short. He's short. He's short. He is short. What's the pulse in Yankees Nation? You talking uh, to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. No, I'm not, you're not short. Well, I'm talking about the, the, the running back for the Lions is short. Got it. <laughs> nice. Um, what's the pulse in the Yanks in, in the Bronx with them not activating Luke Voigt, uh, bringing back Aaron Hicks? Uh, I know CeCe was back. That, I mean, he was there to be back. But is, that, is Luke Voigt, is there issues with him, or what's going on? No, I think it really just boils down to the fact that the, the Yanks could get more use out of Aaron Hicks than they can Luke Voigt. You know, Luke Voigt he is, is short again, the fourth down stop. Nice. No! Okay, sorry. Continue. It's not even your fucking team. Well, you know, when you have 75 bucks on it. I know, but it's just... That's what I don't really understand about gambling. Because it's like, you have to be so invested in sports that, like, I couldn't give a fuck about. You can give a fuck about it when you have some, you know, some sweat in the game. That's true. That's, what, that's the reason you give a fuck about it. It That's gives me reason to watch. Like, why else would I watch a WNBA game? I mean, would you? I have, yeah. I watched one last week. I had the Washington Mystic minus six and a half. For the finals? Yeah. All right. Well, Ryan Rucco's a big fan of that. I think he's short. If, if they, you know, if they bring the replay here, which I've always said they should have a, a fan replay, I would say that he is short from my eye. They we, to- we have talked about, you know, our, our friend Jim and I. We talked about a, a home, a home version of of the replay. I think, yeah, I think if you verify, like some sort of e-verified pick, like X amount of stop signs, uh, for you to say, hey, I do not have any vested interest in this game. You verify you're a real person, uh, and they let you, uh, they will let you uh, review the game from uh, from home. Yeah, I like that. I think that's uh, like a, a way. Wings. Yeah, listen, I think that. People at home could do a better job than a lot of the refs out there anyway. I, I mean, I just did a better job on those, when those refs, they fucking gave him a touchdown. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, we have the Yanks. Right now, we have um, the Cardinals in Washington. That series is um, up to nothing. Washington leads the series, and they are back in D.C. I think the Nats have a good team. I think they're uh, – Yes. Oh, it's true. Thank you. Um, The Nats have a good team, and the irony of the Nats potentially going further into the World Series than they ever did with Bryce Harper, that says something. Yeah, it says that. I mean, the Nats kind of feel like they're the, uh, you know, the playoffs kind of have to be the team that has, like, the chosen team. You know, there's things just go right for you. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's starting to happen for the Nats. Um, but, you know, really, 
I mean, I watch a lot of the Nationals being an NL East guy, and we talked about this before the season. I mean, Bryce Harper is pretty overrated. Yeah, no, he is. And this season, I think, showed it. I mean, if you're the Phillies right now, you're without a manager, and you're watching the Nationals, you know, two games out of the World Series, essentially, without, and you have Bryce Harper. No, it's not a good feeling. Not a good feeling at all. Yeah, what do no. you got? Are you guys talking, you and uh, NY Pats and the whole crew of the sports dude, you guys talking like managerial vacancies, or is it all hands on deck playoffs? All hands on deck playoffs, but, I mean, the, the managerial watch is actually legit this year because you, you have some decent teams that are looking for managers that could really make a huge difference. You know, you have the Mets, you have, you have the Phillies, you have the Angels, and – you know, when you're talking about a, a new manager coming in um, at uh, one one year after Brad Osmus was fired and, and coaching, managing the the best player in baseball, like that's a crazy storyline. That's a that's a big story in base in baseball right now. I agree. I agree. And I think if you're guys, there's two. There's guys that could afford to be a little picky. There might be some, you know, there might be some other. I still don't think, I, mean, I think I know the, the Dodgers let their pitching coach walk, but, you know, maybe that was part of the deal. They probably gave Dave Roberts an ultimatum. But I thought that maybe Joe Madden was going to wait to see if that's what, what shook out there. But, uh, but yeah. And, and listen, I was wrong. I told you. I said there's no way that – how could they bring him back? I, I still don't see how they – they could bring him back. It's just wild to me. What? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I think it's like I think what happened. I mean, I thought he was going to be gone. I think what happened is uh, what I just said. Fuck. I wanted to get that log better. Uh, is they probably said, "Listen, you gotta. It's either you know you got you. It's either you gotta let this guy go, or it's gonna be you." And you know, I guess Dave Roberts is looking out for himself. You can't have the best record, best record in the National League three years in a row. Go to the World Series two out of three years, and survive that. I think I think that's uh, that's a poor decision by uh, by leadership in the organization. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, but yeah, let me just talk about the Yanks real quick. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so no, I, I, I you know the Yanks have been. I like where the Yanks are at. The series is tied 1-1. I would have loved to have stolen last night's game, game two, to go up 2-0 back to the Bronx. But they look good. They're, you know what the thing is crazy last night is the offense. is the. Re- I, I, I don't blame Jay Happ for giving up a, an 11th inning home run to Carlos Correa. You know, like that, that that's going to happen with a starting pitcher who's coming in uh, for relief for the you know first couple times in his career, but um, but the offense lost the game for the Yanks last night. Like they, the the pitching has been incredible for the Yankees all postseason. It's really been fun to watch. I mean that's the best thing you want your if if you're gonna have any chance to win the World Series, you know the offense is great, but you need your pitching to come alive. And they did what they had to do yesterday. They beat Justin Verlander. No, I'm with you. There's some great pit. Yeah, they did. They they are some great pitching. I, ooh, ooh, that might be targeting. There's some great pitching all around uh, this this NLCS right now. Uh, Garrett Cole's pitching at a high level. Verlander. I, I saw a stat yesterday. Blew my fucking mind when I was at Mike's at Venetia. Um, Garrett Cole hasn't lost a start since May 25th. Yeah. Oh. That's yeah, wild. and I think, and I think in his, 
I think you could go even further than that. I think, uh, or deeper than that. I think like in his last, in his last 20 starts or something like that, he's like 12, 13 and 0 or 14 and 0, something like that. Uh, the Nats just took a one nothing lead in, uh, in the bottom of the third in game three. Now I'm telling you, Nats are a good team. Just a heads up at my TV. So, well, I knew that, and I figured that I—I I figured I would just take my liberties because I'm the baseball guy. And hey, that's fair. That's, that's, that's you know what? That's absolutely fair. Uh, I appreciate that. So, podcast. What? We did that very well. We, yeah, no, we're we're a good team. Yeah. Uh, so I'm pumped for the series to get back what, to the Bronx. What's, what's this with your thigh in my face? I'm I'm staring at your thigh. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm. I am. I am just. I'm running on. I feel like I'm running on fuse. It's I'm almost just, like it's almost like Yanks after dark. For, yeah, uh, like I want this. I I don't want the word. Okay, one one phrase I do not want to hear out of your mouth for the next forty minutes or so. Yeah, is insert this here, and I mean like a clip or a sound. I know that sounded kind of bad, but like. Insert clip, insert music. I don't. I, no, that's not happening. And he took another snapshot of me, like yeah. th- with the hand up. That's nice. That's a nice one. I just that's, wanted everyone to see what I'm looking at right now. That's really nice. Yeah, no, but you won't ever post anything from here. So that's not true. Well, I like videos. You don't want videos. Yeah. Um, I so, like. Yeah. What, I like what you do in the videos. I kind of like your. I do like your work. Like I, I like. Yes, that's nice. I appreciate that. And the closed captioning has brought it to a different level. It really has. It really, really has. So uh, I got a lot of compliments on that Yom Kippur video. Me too, for for you. And a lot of people at the wedding were talking about the podcast. So Were they? Yeah. Any any feedback worth sharing? No, just they're enjoying it. They they're enjoying it. Um, yeah, so Yanks are coming back to the Bronx for game three. Um, I like the narrative because they flipped the script. They have home field advantage. I don't expect them to win all three. They have Garrett Cole tomorrow, and Garrett Cole looked nearly unhittable against the Rays in Game Five. But um, but the 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 fact is, here's the bottom line: John Carlos Stanton needs to figure out whether he's hurt or whether he could play. That's number one in my mind because the Yanks need him. The Yanks need that bat. That's a that's an important bat to have, right? And number two, can they can can bullpen sustain this kind of work that Aaron Boone is exerting on them? And I think that Aaron Boone has been managing nearly perfectly. This is not a a, a knock against him. It's a gen, it's a genuine question. Like these guys have to get burnt out. No, it's I mean he's. It's a come. It's he's come a long way in your eyes since the beginning of the season. I'll say that much. He's come a long way. Yeah. No. I mean, he uh, listen. The the Yanks had a, a, an adversity filled year, so I'm excited for Game Three. By the time you hear us next, hopefully the series will be over in the Yankees' favor. Wow. And um and I am I'm pumped for I'm pumped for what the future holds for the Yanks. Hopefully, I'm pumped for you. Thank you. And I got to tell you, like, I've been pretty good. I think I've been, like, I've been pretty even-keeled. I've been pretty positive. You like, have been. You have been. You know, so, so that's, that's big for me. Yeah, you have not hit the panic button. No. 
I have not. When do you hit the panic button? Like in your okay. eyes. Um, if they lose the first two at Yankee Stadium, I really start to panic. Okay. Obviously. Yeah. Being um, too, that's tough. You know, like I mean, I think the Yankees are gonna be fine, but uh, it's kind of like what you said earlier. It's like the overtime of the season, and you know, it, you've you've invested a lot of innings this year. You know, you've invested a lot of blood, sweat, and you know, tears and sleep. Absolutely. Yeah, so, no. It's, uh, it's been a long stretch. Did they yeah. really get it? Fuck. Um, all right, so let's go to football. What's up with football in your world? Well, um, the, the first official Tua Bowl happened yesterday. Uh, the Dolphins and the, uh, the Redskins. And the Dolphins, uh, the Dolphins lost. They lost 17 to, 16, 17 to 16. It was the most indifferent I've ever been at a football game. But we had a great tailgate, probably one of our better tailgates of the year. Our tailgate section has gone from being section one, West 21, to now the West Indies 21. I mean, it's a true West Indies party. It was a true West Indies carnival yesterday. Uh, and uh, so shout out to my crew out there. You know who you are. Oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah, and, uh, but yeah, the Dolphins, so they lost 17 to 16. They they you know, Ryan they bent Josh Rosen uh, in the uh, in the in the third quarter I think it was and they put Fitzpatrick in and uh, he let him he let us back uh, but then they they scored a last minute touchdown and instead of going for the field goal which I was fine with they went for a two point conversion and they threw a screen to uh, who was it Kenyon Drake who dropped it kind of you know in my eyes kind of looked deliberate but what ooh what you found out after the game was that the whole week he actually didn't even practice that play. So the play was meant to fail from the beginning. I'm okay with it. A loss against the Redskins would have been really bad uh, just in terms of the number one pick. If we're going to get our win, you know, I like one win, you know, get it somewhere else down the road. But uh, the loss, you know, loss to the Redskins would have been, uh, been tough. But just speaking about the number one pick, bud, um, before, and this kind of leads us into college football later on too, but, uh, you know, well, you know, everyone knows I'm all in on Tua, yeah. But there's one guy that I'm starting to slowly warm up on if it's not Tua, and it's the quarterback from LSU, Joe Burrow. I really like this kid. He's playing well. He's bounced. He's, like, really improved his traje- traje- trajectory. Uh, I think in his last 10 games, he's, like, just playing at a high level. He's six foot four. He, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's got some adversity, you know, had to fight for this position. And I like what I see. It seems like ever since that second half of the UCF game, this guy's like stock has been going up. He's probably the favorite for the Heisman right now, uh, doing what he's doing, but no one expected it. So I really like Joe Burrow. That's gonna be my keep an eye on guy for the Dolphins' number one pick, uh, sponsored by whoever wants to sponsor the podcast. Uh, and then so you had that game. Uh, the Patriots handled the Giants earlier in this earlier in the week. Um, so the, I think they cover on that one. Patriots look good. Defense looks amazing. The Patriots' defense is the best. Bill Belichick. Has probably ever had, uh, and I think they're getting Nikhil Henry back this week, so that'll be big. And I'm sure they're gonna probably trade for a tight end, or a certain someone t- tight end will come back uh, later in the season. Uh, you had the Texans, the big surprise. They went on the road and they beat the Chiefs. Uh, the Texans are for real. The Chiefs look a little banged up. Teams are catching up to Pat Mahomes, but the Texans, Deshaun Watson is a legit MVP candidate. Uh, Russell Wilson's you know an MVP candidate. He went into Cleveland. They came back from a deficit. They ended up winning uh, uh, that game. Uh, you had the Rams losing to the 49ers. The 49ers are for real. The 49ers are, are, are a legit team. 
You know, they're, they, they, Jimmy Garoppolo is a perfect game manager. That defense held the vaunted Rams offense to like 17 fucking points. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be interesting what's going to happen in, in, in L.A. now. You know, they're having that. I was wrong on the Garoppolo thing. What's that? I was wrong on Garoppolo. Yeah, you're wrong on Garoppolo. Hand up. But, you know, he's but he's doing what he has to do. So the, the 49ers are impressing teams. Uh, the, uh, the Raiders were on a bye. Uh, the Panthers beat the Buccaneers early morning in London. Uh, I, didn't, I watched a little bit of that game. I think the over hit. Uh, we said the Dolphins and the Redskins. The Bills, uh, the Bills were on a bye. Uh, the Titans got shut out by the Broncos. That was another one that was interesting. The Titans actually benched Mariota that game. Ryan Tannehill is in there for the Titans. The Bengals lost to the Ravens. The Bengals covered that game. The Eagles lost to the Vikings. That was a big one. Uh, Kirk Cousins had a big game. I think Zach Brown called him like the weakest leak of the Vikings offense, Zach Brown of the Redskins. And Kirk Cousins lit the Eagles up. Eagles are 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Zach Brown is now cut. So uh, the Vikings, I mean, if, if they get hot, that's a team to watch on the NFC. Right now, there's about three teams in the NFC that are for real. Vikings, Seahawks, um, and the Saints. Because Drew Brees, they're 4-0 without Drew Brees. He's coming back. Um, speaking about the Panthers, also, Kyle Allen, killing it. Uh, it's 4-0 since Cam Newton went down. Uh, the Cowboys lost to the Jets, bud. The Cowboys lost to the Jets. That must have made you happy. Yeah, yeah, Sam Darnold. Uh, Sam Darnold is my truth. Yeah, he's the guy, man. I mean, we knew this was the case, and like I said last week, it's going to give Adam Gase the scapegoat for the season he needs because he said, "Hey, listen, listen, look what we did with Darnold." And I told you today, Pud, if you look at the Jets schedule, we'll tweak this out. But if you look at the Jets schedule, <laughs> they have a uh, they have a very easy remaining game, like with the exception of their games against the Patriots, which will lose. Uh, they have a very, very, very favorable schedule, Pud. They can win out with the exception of the Patriots. Just can, say, they, can they do anything with it? If they win out, they'd be in the – the AMC is the worst it's ever been. There's there's more two-plus losses. The only two – the only teams with less than two losses are the Bills and the Patriots right now. They're – you know, they're – but they're still the Jets. They're still the Jets. But I'm just saying, hey – all is not lost. I think it's going to be you, – you've kind of, you know – I don't think you could say the Jets are dead yet. The AFC is that bad. Okay, so uh, – <clears throat> all right. So the Jets may not be dead, but are they – What? Zed is dead. The DJ. Yeah, listen. But the, the Jets are uh, – the thing that impressed me the most about the Jets – What? Where's your video? I, it's off for a minute. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. Um, no, it's fine. I, I, I don't know. I figured you were uh, sick of looking at my ceiling. No, it's okay. Um, no, I, I think that the Jets showed something that they obviously haven't showed all year, and that goes back to Gates, which was a little bit of creativity. And when you have a quarterback, and when I say creativity, I don't mean like trick plays, but I just mean like he was – he obviously expanded the playbook um, you know, from from when you have Luke Falk uh, under center, so I'm pumped about Sam Darnold. I could care less about the Jets season. I think it's pretty much a lost cause at this point because the Jets are going to Jets. But um, but I'll tell you something. I told a Pats fan in the office today, and um, I told um, NYY Pats this last night on their podcast, the Sports Dudes, that 
the Patriots are meeting a much different team this time around than they did week three. Right. Or week four, whatever it was. Um, you know what I'm saying? I know you're just saying. So I'm not saying, yes, I'm just saying, but I'm certainly not saying that the Jets are going to, you know, that they're going to win on Monday Night Football against Tom Brady in the Pats. But at home? At home. You should go. At home. Uh, Is that, so, that could be, oh, man, no, so there's no baseball Monday. Okay, I'd have to see. Because the Yankees are basically my life right now. No, that's fair. Well, let yeah. me know. Because I can text. Oh, wow. Let me know because I can text my uncle. Does he go to every game? He has season tickets? Yeah, he always, always says he has. I think he always says he has tickets. Um, I am I'm excited for Sam Darnold. I like what he's doing. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, that's all I could say about the Jets. I, I'm not getting my hopes up. You know, like I said to you in that text earlier today, I was not having any of what you were saying. Well, I'm just saying. About the playoffs. I know. I'm just saying. I know. I know. So, uh, but let me get back to the rest of the games that I was – what else we had? Oh, the the Steelers beat the Chargers. That was impressive. That was, you know, with the Devlin Hodges, the the quarterback out of Samford. Uh, so I think we've done the NFC North, the AFC North. Browns, Steelers, Ravens lost. The Ravens covered those. Those, yeah. Uh, the Giants we covered. The Cowboys we covered. The Eagles we covered. The Redskins we've covered. Listen, we get you everything covered. Atlanta lost to the Arizona Cardinals. Atlanta lost to the Arizona Cardinals. That oh yeah oh pick that ball up. Atlanta lost to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, and uh, Atlanta sucks. Atlanta fucking sucks. I think that coach is going to be definitely gone. Um, and Bud? Yeah. I think, uh, I think I covered it. You what? I think I covered it. I'm trying to think of my, you know, the NFL teams that I've, you know, I just met my mental rundown. Uh, I missed it. I don't think I did. I think that's three weeks in a row now that you've graced us with your, uh, I don't know, your your brain? Let's just call it your brain. Your NFL brain. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Your gambler's brain. My, it's NFL brain, really, but yeah. Your gambler. Well, listen, when you start talking about ponies on the schmear, on the schmear campaign, we'll have a problem. I think it's more of a problem when I brought up the WNBA, but all right. I know, but when you get into, you know, horse betting on a regular basis, then I think you're like going down a, a rabbit hole. In the spring. In the spring. That's my kickoff. My birthday weekend is the Pegasus Cup. We might have to get you down here for that. That might have to be what we do. I would like to I would like to come down to Florida multiple times. I know. I'm there for my birthday, then we'll go to the Pegasus Cup, get you all dolled up, and then we'll go to eleven at night. What day is that? I mean it's a weekend. You think it is a weekend? I think it's a Friday. Uh, yeah, the twenty fourth. Be that Saturday, twenty fourth. Yep, that's nice. That's perfect. That's yep. perfect for you. Yep. Um, all right. So going into college football, anything? LSU beat Florida. I mean, by the covered and um, 
LSU is a good team. Yeah, LSU is a good team. LSU is a very good team. LSU is for real, as the, as, the, as the kids say. And I said earlier, when I, I don't think you heard me, but Joe Burrow. I think this guy, Joe Burrow, has the chance to be that other quarterback. Like, there's always, like, like the last few years in the draft, there ha- like, you didn't know who the number one pick was in October. Everyone's saying Tua, everyone's saying Tua, but there's always that one guy that rockets. You had Kyler Murray last year, you had Baylor, Baker Mayfield the year before. Um... I think it's a chance that Joe Burrow could become that guy. I mean, he has a chance to win. Right now, he's the Heisman favorite. And the last two Heisman people have been the number one pick. He's playing very well. He's six foot four. I kind of like Joe Burrow. Just, you know, the only thing I'll say is, is that, you know, this happens every year, right? There's always a consensus first pick in the fall. Right. And then by the time spring rolls around, you know, so this, whether this, it's a this is me getting my my brain and my heart ready, so and I'm okay with it. All right. Well, listen. I think that you're. Uh, I think you're handling this very well. I, I wish you. So I, I, I wish you. Joe Burrow in Scottsdale after the Fiesta Bowl. So he's 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 good in my books. As he's good in your books. He's good in my books. In your he's books. Welcome to my company. Listen. I think you're. Uh, I hope for your sake. How they score the four runs? Did they hit a home run? No, nah, there's some errors. I thought you were being our baseball. I wasn't really paying attention. I was paying attention to the football. I had to step away for a minute. Okay. Um, but I'm back. And uh, yeah, no, listen, I hope that you get I, I, FDR right now. I don't know if you could tell, but I, I could see. I was just thinking about that, actually. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I feel like FDR. That's very funny. You kind of look like Abe Lincoln, though. I think, oh, like sitting on the. Like the, really? the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. Oh, the Memorial. Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, that's really nice. That's what they call it these days. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, I, I hope for your sake that you get, because you're my friend, but only because you're my friend. I appreciate that. I hope you get what your heart desires, whatever that might be. I, my heart desires what's best for the Miami Dolphins. But then I hope it gets ripped out as soon as things <laughs> get settled. Okay. And uh, and I'll be there to stop on it. My, like my, my immediate desire is to be to be achieved, and then everything after that, you don't care. That's fair. As a Jet fan, that's a very fair thing to say. Whatever floats your boat. I just I'm because just, I'm, I'm looking past. I'm looking I'm, past I'm, I'm, the Jet, I'm, I'm looking past the Jets fan part of it. I'm I'm looking at it from looking from from a different perspective. I'm looking at it as you're my friend. I agree. I agree. I'm with you. Um, all right. So, Man, I hate when I do that. Anything else in college football? UCF had a bye. We'll see UCF you next week. Bye. Next week they play ECU. Um, let me see what else. Iowa fucking Iowa and Penn State killed me. Iowa. I had Iowa plus four. And they missed a two point conversion. They lost by five. Um, Georgia lost to South Carolina. That was big. That was very big. That's interesting. Um, you know, it's a very interesting thing that happened there. I think that now, I don't know, Georgia still went out. How's Earl? What? How's Earl? I didn't hear from Earl from Enigma, so I don't know. Let me, let me see. I'm going to, you know what, I'll text him, and then I'll get a live report from Earl from Enigma um, during the podcast. I'll see. I, I did not text him because I was kind of doing my own thing. All right, so let's just assume that, um, let's assume that Earl from Enigma 
responded, but if not, sorry. I just yeah. got to make a mark for myself. Yeah, Earl for Enigma, man. So thanks, Earl. Tough loss, Earl. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry about that, Earl. <laughs> uh, but we love you. Keep all spreading right. the schmear. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get into quick hits. We have some good stuff tonight. I want to get into this. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we're going to revisit something that we talked about last week a little bit. We talked about the NBA in China. But now we're going to go down to a more specific incident that took place since the last uh, recording took place. And since that last recording, the the NBA has uh, what you're just making me laugh. That's all. Um, the NBA decided to cut off media access for the rest of the time that they were in China. Um, you're looking a little red. You look a little flushed. A little fl- Maybe because I did the. Uh, I also blurred the background. You did. I. You know. I was wondering what was going on there. Yeah. I was wondering if I was like you know feeling something. No, I blurred the background. No, that's nice. That's a nice. No. That gives you like an aura. Dude, I I feel it. Yeah, like an omnipresent. I feel your yes. I'm looking at your aura, and you feel it. You feel that? Kind of... I feel it. Uh, uh, no, Steve Kerr, he's such a fucking hypocrite. Right, but Steve Kerr last week basically, and I'm not even gonna play the clip because it's so stupid. But basically, support Steve Kerr on this podcast. He punted. Um, he punted on a question from an American journalist, and um, instead of talking about how you know China, China's long history of human rights abuses, he decided to equate whatever happens in China with um, what he called the gun e- epidemic or, or yeah. whatever uh, gun yeah. violence in America, and uh, and I thought it was interesting because I, I actually. I saw last week that rifle deaths were actually have, have been down. Um, so this guy's a fucking joke. He he punted. Did you tweet he, that at him? What? Did you tweet that at him? That he's a fucking joke. Well, that with the article that rifle rifle things were down. No, we should. But the thing we is, it, it's like it, it. I just think that Steve Kerr is the type of guy where you know he'll talk about Black Lives Matter and he'll. You know, pretend to you know be so progressive and up to date on American social issues, but when he obviously knows exactly what's going on, he's been educated. And if he hasn't been educated yet, this is this issue is not going away for the NBA. I, yeah. I, I don't I don't see it going away for the NBA, and I think that Steve Kerr dug himself a bigger hole. And all I have to say is that I think he's a real asshole. No, I put him and Greg Popovich. Um, yeah, well, Greg Popovich has always been like, uh, you know, th- those two have always been outspoken liberals, and that's fine. I don't care about your politics. Just, you know, keep, keep it out. Sport. We, we it watch out sports. Yeah. It's like we watched, we said it like a few weeks ago, I mean, a few months ago. We watched sports to escape all that bullshit. I'm going to hear your take on that. I think Steve Kerr should run for office if he really feels so strongly about things. Run for, give up your cushy NBA job and go run for Congress. He thinks he's more important than the president of fucking United States being, being. No, but president. no, but my point is, it's easy to talk about shit when you're making millions coaching yeah. well, an NBA said, team. Yeah, in his fucking sanctuary city. Right. So let's, you know, I think he should retire from the NBA and run for office because he cares. Yeah, so off your court, Steve Kerr. 
Right. Otherwise, yeah. keep it out of my fucking keep it off my TV. What'd you yeah. say? You should do a video put. You need to make a video of you check passing a ball to Steve Kerr because that's what you just did. I did, and I feel like he didn't really catch. He wouldn't be able to catch it. No way. He wasn't able to catch that question from the reporter. This whole thing is a joke, and the NBA is just completely. They they keep they keep embarrassing themselves, and the problem is is that you have a million different voices being asked, a million different questions, and but, yeah. <coughs> the whole thing I'm is a sham. Sure, we're gonna still be recording, but just a full disclosure: I decided I'm gonna order Postmates, so if I have to go to the door, that's why. What'd you get? Thai food. What'd you get? Tonka soup, Tonka soup with chicken, and masaman curry. Masaman curry. Yeah, masaman. You would love my coworker. You guys would be. You guys would be friends. He's he's, he's a he funny a, guy. What? Is he a masaman? He's a uh, he. He makes curry. He makes his own. He made his own red curry paste at uh, you, at home. What? You serious? Yeah, and he's not even Indian. Oh wow, he's Indian or Thai. Oh okay, interesting. Yeah, he's, nice. he, yeah. Uh, what? If he's listening. Yeah, no, I, 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 don't know if he is. I tell him to, but right. he doesn't. Yeah. If you're, if um, you're, it's no, he is. He is. It's a little low brow for him. I got to tell you. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't see him. I don't think I'm gonna like him. So. No, but it's different. I'll explain <laughs> after. Okay. Um, all right, so. Fuck you, Steve Kerr. Fuck you, NBA. That's my message to you. Yeah. Moving, moving on to bigger, on. Ho- bigger, hotter things. Okay. Um, oh, nice, nice. <laughs> I like that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Take it away. Yeah. Well, I sent you this uh, a few weeks ago, or maybe a few other you know, fellow smear campaigners, um, but or not a few weeks ago, last week. It was somebody in England swallowed, which I don't know what the fuck a fish cake is. I'm assuming it's a fish stick of some sorts. But it was so hot that his throat swole up and he fucking died. You think it's a fish stick over like a crab cake? It could be a crab cake something too, but maybe like a fish patty. Like they, they like their fish over there. So they, you know, there's a chance that they might have other fish, fried fish products that we're not akin to. So fish cake it's called, right? Fish cake. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks exactly like a crab cake. Okay. So, but here's the thing. It's that, like, it got me, you know, so that's just one thing. I mean, it must have been so hot, but everyone's been there. Everyone has been there, you know, whether you, like, get, it's like, I think a lot of times, I think you, Totina's Pizza Roll is often, like, number one culprit for those, like, a really hot Totina's Pizza Roll. Yeah. And a Hot Pocket. Or Hot Oh, yeah. And you just need to get a cold glass of water, sometimes milk. Sometimes you get milk real quick, that'll help. Uh, cold milk, but if you also have, um, I, I had a story last week. I had a matzo ball at Rosh Hashanah dinner that was so fucking hot, so fucking hot. I thought I that could have been me. So I felt that could have been me. I felt like that guy. So I, 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 I could my the smear sends condolences to that man because uh, you know I, we've all been there. Yeah, no, I, I rest in peace, um, Sir Fish Cake. Yeah, and. I think that this is a warning to everybody to blow on your food. You know, this is something, this is something, this is, this is a PSA for all of you out there. When we were kids, you know, our parents always blew on our food. There was a reason for that. Yeah. You know, so, um, so maybe we should bring up the practice again. I always blow on my food. I don't like my food piping hot. 
Yeah, I, 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 that's good, man. That's really good. You know, but the, um, the thing is, is that, like, sometimes you don't grab something, like, really right out of your mouth. Let me, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grazer. I'm a grazer, so sometimes I'll have something, and it'll, I, I, don't, I don't really, like, I don't really uh, foresee the repercussions of how hot it might be. Watching you in this blurry space is just blowing. You looked you looked pretty blown away when I when I did that. Because for some reason, like it just looks like like you look like you're hanging on my every word. You because you're moving, so like you're the only thing that's like so it looks like everything around you is frozen. Okay. And, and you're moving, so it's just right. It's gotcha. right. So it's like you're out of the space-time continuum. Well, you know what? <laughs> might as well be there. You might as well be. Yeah. You're here. Yeah. Sitting here with me in the space-time continuum. I do kind of get that vibe. I do kind of get that vibe that I'm in like a in something. Yeah. Speaking this to is, somewhere else. This is really this is amazing. I love this. This is probably the closest we'd ever get to if one of us was in space and the other one was in Earth for some reason. Or like in, in interstellar, like a different dimension kind of thing. Wow. How many yeah. years? Who's in the past? Who's in the future, would you say? I'm definitely in the past. You're definitely in the future. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That just blew my mind, though, with that, in that movie Interstellar. When that fucking guy is just standing there... He's like, it's been 23 years, whatever it is. I'm like, motherfucker, you were standing there for 23 years? No, because time was different. So what he did, he just, he just hung around that spaceship for 23 years? Yeah. I don't, I never understood that. Like, about the black astronaut while they're on the surface of the planet. Like, well, he comes like, back I'm, and he's I'm, old. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I just, I, he's an astronaut to me, Brian. This is an inclusive podcast. It is, it is, it yes. is, it is. Interstellar, good movie. I like that yeah, movie. Great movie. But the thing is, if you think about it, he's like, why, if they were around, wouldn't there have been, like, their, their ship, like, the commanders, like, down at Houston, be like, hey, I think it's probably time to get them back at this point? Um... Did they explain that in the movie? Am I missing it? Well, I, they knew what they were getting themselves into. They knew that time moved differently. Contact, were they like a point of no return contact-wise? I, I think that it was probably just the kind of thing where they knew how long they had to hang out down there, and then they had to get back. But they knew time was going to... They were down there longer than they, than they had planned. Yes, because they had to deal with, like, a wave and stuff. Right, there was, like, ten minutes there. was, like, two hours there in, like, 23 years. Yeah, it was crazy. Good movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Check it out. Yeah, we recommend that. God damn it. Um, so, I guess my only question on this this fish cake thing. Yeah. If you... This, this question just popped into my head. If this was you, if, if you were this guy, would you want everybody to know like if people are walking by your grave you know your gravesite and they they look at your tombstone yeah do you want to do you want to project this out to the world no you're embarrassed i'd be so embarrassed you're embarrassed yeah you should have blew on your food that'd probably be the way i would go if yeah. i was fish cake guy yeah I... it'd be more like you know but 
I just now I'm going to heed your advice. Blow up my food more. I, I please do because I'm your emergency contact. If I find out that you fucking went out on a hot cake or a yeah. hot fish cake or 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 a slime or or a less than ideally slimy oyster that just couldn't slide down right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that would not be good. I've had a bad oyster before, man. It's you know it tastes like pus. I'm sure you have. Ugh. Um all right. So moving on to your your neck of the woods. This happened in uh th- this it didn't happen in Miami. It was out of the Miami Herald that I saw oh, the Yeah, and the thing I just sent you today. And I think you know we made a mistake last week and that was on me probably to remind you but you know, this is, you know, your segment it is Segmento de Presario. Presario. Yeah. Exactly. Segmento yeah. de Presario. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I, I thought about that afterwards. Me too. I thought about that last week too. Hashtag me too. Um, no, but there was this inmate in uh, in Martin County Correctional Institution, and we'll tweet this out, um, but he got this, uh, he was able to bring in like, you know, these prison-issued glasses, and they they almost look like the sunglasses that I have right now. They're kind of like uh, big framey, and he was able to build in two cameras in them, and he pretty much recorded a prison documentary Called like behind or behind the bar. Not pretty much. This is going to be it, a documentary. You notice how they spelled behind the barbed wire? It's T H A. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Very <laughs> Well, you got to know your audience. Touchdown Packers. Touchdown Packers. Okay. Okay. Let's let's take it back here. Um, everyone's doing this thing with their lights, like and the blinking of the lights. All these stadiums. Like, what if somebody has a seizure? Interesting. This is going to be a lawsuit one day. Um. So they have this prison. This guy sneaks in and they get, I mean, what, the, the video put, I mean, you saw it today. You blew your mind. They're, they're smoking something called like K2 in there, which is like some synthetic weed. And these guys are as, as fucked up as I've ever seen. I mean, they're slumped. They're like they're totally slumped over. Uh, there's blood. There's doors that are just open. Um, it's just crazy. I mean, it's a true behind-the-scenes look. And I'm just saying, man, if you're the producer of like a show like uh, – your show, what do you watch? Uh, uh, the live, live PD. They need to maybe just you know bend the rules and say, you know what? No, we want that video. We'll play it. Live the, prison. There are two types of documentaries that I pretty much always watch when I see them. Yeah. Nature and crime, specifically and cr- prisons. Why are we so attracted to prison documentaries? Because I think as Americans, we love the we, – we love – we love the unknown, and to most Americans, prison is an unknown. Yeah, you know, you hear stories, but until you get cameras in there and see, and even then, you know, you're really not getting the full story except with this guy. Yeah, I, I actually, after I read this article last week when I was driving back from Cape Canaveral, I took the exit. I passed by Martin County just to see what it looked like on the outside, the the prison. It it looks fucking intense. Listen, it's uh. I'm looking forward to it because you don't. Re- is it a was it a prison or a jail? It's a prison. This it's is a prison. Mar- correctional institution. It's okay. a correctional institution in Martin County. No, okay. it's, a, it's through campus. It is one of the toughest prisons from even from what I heard uh, in my time involved with the state. It, that's a tough fucking prison. You just sounded like JB Smooth. Oh, sorry. Well, I feel like JB Smooth. No, it wasn't a don't apologize. That was, if anything, it was a compliment. Yeah, thank you. I like JB. Me too. Love JB. I know you're listening. Shout out JB. 
we are a I feel like we talk about a lot of Florida things. Right. Um so another thing, another our next quick hit also happened in Florida, so this is just a good segment into that. You we're doing good in the transitions today. We we have You transitioning? I'm not. Okay. I'm Please. not. Okay. Although we did learn that um uh October 11th which also happens to be our great friend's birthday, is also National Coming Out Day. Wow. So, yeah, mazel if you came out that day, or just mazel to coming out for those who celebrate. Right, whatever you, you know, you and Christopher Columbus. Yeah, exactly, or the indigenous people. <laughs> or the indigenous people. Um, the funny thing is, is that, like, these people are funny. Like, these people are fucking joking. right? What? You fasted? I did. Me too. I did. And I broke it. I broke it exactly how I said I was going to. Yeah, I didn't have a glass of milk because I I don't like getting milk at restaurants because people would laugh at you. No, I just I'm never a fan of when people like for milk when you're at a restaurant they have I never like milk dispensers like a water dispenser. I never thought milk should be in there. I don't trust it. I love milk dispensers. I hate milk dispensers. No, I fucking love it because. Because, first of all, it comes out very nicely. Yeah. All right? So one thing I like about it is is that when you put your bowl, let's say you put your bowl of cereal underneath it or something like that, you give yeah. it a nice little twirl, and all your all your cereal has milk. And it's got, like, it's just a nice little stream. I, I, I get it for cereal. I'll live with it. I'll give you cereal, but I'm talking about for a glass of milk. I don't like getting it from a dispenser. I don't drink glasses of milk. Well, you know, then you must have brittle bones. You or take that back. Take that back. <laughs> you take that back. I have strong bones, man. You think you're strong boned? I'm very strong bones. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I've only broken one bone in my body, my thumb. Knock on wood, I have not. Um, all right. So, Florida, we're moving north. Or actually, we're in the kind of same area. I, well, I keep thinking yeah. we were in Miami. We're in Tequesta, Florida. Tequesta. Nice town name, by the way. Tequesta. I think it's just north of West Palm. Yeah, I think that the reason it was, yeah, yeah, probably just Treasure north of West Coast. Palm. What? Treasure Coast, yeah. Treasure Coast. I, so, I told you, on the Treasure Coast, there was the meteorologist at the wedding that you knew. A big fan. Do you see the Snapchat that, uh, that our, uh, Justin sent? Yeah, you want to name drop or no? Yeah, Weagle, Steve Weagle. Steve Weagle, yeah, Steve Weagle from WPTV. That's the that's the West Palm NBC affiliate. He was fucking having a good time. Let me Did tell he... you, Weagle likes to have fun. Hey, listen, most weather people do. I feel like if you really yeah, get to know them, good personalities. Yeah, you know. Well, I'll tell you why because they're social people. They're they're usually part of groups and right. like. That's true. They have to be good at explaining things to people. It's true. It really is true. Nice. Um, not so all shout of them. Steve Beagle. Yes, that. Yeah, shout out our table, but I think we just it was we got a little excited. That would have been wild. Shout out weather. Shout out weather. <laughs> shout out. Weather. <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. So in Tequesta, we have a dentist who is obviously he's obviously fallen on hard times. Yeah. And he needed to get a second job. Yeah, so, so he started to professionally wrestle. Did you he see this guy? Yeah, he looks the part. He looks this, amazing. 
This guy is. I like go up to. I need to get my teeth my teeth checked. I haven't gone to the dentist like in my 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 yearly checkup yet. But yeah. I drive up to Tequesta and go see this guy. I don't see why I don't. Well, I'll tell you. It'll be good for the podcast too. We should really take a picture of this guy. So in in oh, I'm actually on the WPTV website. Um, uh, shout out Weather and NBC. Um, this guy is wearing, so he's got like that straight white hair, long, about down to his shoulders, maybe a little bit past. He's got well, a white goatee, you know, which is very dental, I feel like. I did notice that he, this, he wasn't wearing anything on his mouth. Don't dentists have to wear things over their mouth or no? Or, well, in the video that I, not in, not in all instances, like you I, don't just see, like not yeah. every person you see in New York City walking around with a fucking face mask is a dentist. <laughs> oh. I hate those people. I know. I know. You know, it's amazing how everything always comes back full circle. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, so the doctor, the dentist is wearing a white boa and he is, he, he plays the part. And he yeah. just, he said that he always, um, he, he's had his, his, he's had his teeth knocked out. This is like legit wrestling. This isn't, this isn't your acting wrestling. No, it was wild. No, he's like in some. I don't know what the, what division, what uh, what wrestling conference it was in or, or organization. But dude, this guy looks the part. I think I'm gonna get my teeth checked out by him. I'm serious, but I'm gonna find out if he takes my insurance. But if yeah, what's his name? Um, his name is Doctor. You're gonna love this, Doctor Jimmy McDowell. Wow, and that's a good wrestler's name. Good wrestler's you know, name. You know, Doctor Jimmy is a great wrestler. Mudslinging McDowell. Wow. What's his name on the ring? Um, let's see. The, do they say his... He may not have one. Maybe he's just the dentist. Yeah, but if you, uh, yeah, the dentist is a great wrestler's name. But I think he got to be a little... He can... His hair, he'd be a fan... Like, you know, he's going to be a high-flying guy. Oh, and he recently won a heavyweight champion belt... From the Allied Independent Wrestling Federation. So this guy is this guy's legit. He's been to Australia, Japan, Toronto, London, and um, and he still has time to do to do dentistry. Listen, man, I like this. He's a he is a, a Renaissance man. Yeah, let's uh, the smear campaigns Renaissance man of the week. Keep your uh, keep your. Keep us posted on whether you go to this guy. I think you should yeah. take the drive up. I might do it. I, I like that idea, though. A Renaissance Man of the Week. I like that. I, yeah. We could do that. We could do that. We could definitely do that. <laughs> um, so here's my, here's my Renaissance Woman of the Week. Oh, wow. All right. Ellen DeGeneres is a, is a fucking... She... I, What's the best way to describe her? I just, and I like Ellen. Like I, she, she's just you know, a good person. World. Well, first, give it some preface. So Ellen started to get a lot of shit on social media last week because last week at the Cowboys game, who the Jets happened to beat this week, was spotted sitting next to George W. Bush in Jerry Jones's box. And, of course, the media, or not the media, but social media just erupts. How could you sit next to somebody who doesn't believe in gay rights? And 
how could you do this and how could you do that? And so the next day on her show, Ellen decided to address this and basically said that, you know, when she said treat everybody with kindness, she was talking about everybody. Right. And she considers George W. Bush to be a good friend of hers. And, and no one knows the substance of their conversations. No, and, and, and most people tend to forget just because George W. Bush was not pro-gay marriage while he was president, George W. Bush has done more for AIDS yep. than any than any person basically in the world, maybe besides Bono. Yeah, Bono. And I think Bill Clinton, all the former presidents are, you know, in, in that their group that they did no, they but this was his this was his gotcha. this was his brainchild. Yeah. This was this was conceived Bono. under Bono. It's him and Bono. Yeah, He's... and they and they've done the work together. What? He's done more for AIDS than Magic Johnson. He has, yeah. Listen, George W. Bush has saved, you know, his his administration has saved you instead know, of franchising Burger Kings, George W. Bush is disenfranchising AIDS. Yeah. So you know, I think everybody needs to step the fuck off of Ellen and George W. Yeah. Bush. Ellen could be gay, not gay. To me, she always I always said, you know, and, and this is I, I've I've evolved on the issue of gay marriage tremendously, I would say. I just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't think it's worth the fight. I don't think it's, it, I think it's just stupid. Let people do whatever they want to do. But even back then when I was like more vocal about it, you know, quote unquote, I always said that Ellen would be the one gay person that I would let get married. I love Ellen. She, to me, she is a renaissance Woman. Yeah, I'm cool with Ellen. I'm cool with Ellen. Yeah, she's very. I, yeah, outside of that selfie picture, I'm, Ellen's pretty cool in my book. Like, but that was picture. just that was that just was what it was. Like right. that was. You but, know. Uh, no, but other than that, uh, you know what? It also showed last week is like the true lack of synergy in this world. It's like showing that you can't break bread with someone that has different views than you, and that's what that's what built this world. That's what made this country great. I'm proud to say that I still stand it. Right. Yeah. I enjoy it. Me too. I, I mean, like, yeah. Every week I hear my dad, and it's fun. We go, we go back, for, back and forth. Why shouldn't we be able to have conversation? And listen, like you said, we have no idea what George W. Bush and Ellen talked about. She did not go into that at all. You know, right. I don't think talk I think, about something else. Like, show that even though you don't disagree with someone, doesn't mean you can't talk to them about something else. I think most people just tend to forget that. First of all. When you have a when you have a conversation with a, a president, whether current or former, it's not something. It's not conversations that you just divulge publicly. No, um, you know, it's but, a presidential privilege, right? But she, I thought that she hit the nail on the head. I think that she said that. I think she said all the right things, and I think she put people in her place. And I think that nobody's going to listen to her. I think people are still going to be sensitive fools who who can't see the fact that yeah. we are a country of people who just believe in different things and believe in getting things done differently. And, and I, I love America and I love Ellen. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And she is what makes America great and what America should strive to be. Um, I, I agree. I agree. So should be a presidential, anytime the secret service is around, you should not be allowed, like your conversation should be allowed to be kept to yourself. Yeah, yeah, I agree, and I, I think the general rule. And I think that George W. Bush has made it a real point to not be 
in the news for any president after him. For all he knows, maybe she was like, maybe she's like, hey, can you paint me? Paint me, paint me like one of your, paint me like one of your fruit bowls. Yeah, exactly. That would be a funny SNL skip. They should hire me for SNL. We could use you on SNL. Yeah. Imagine that Titanic scene of George W. Bush painting Ellen as Jack and Rose. Right? Would love that. Yeah. Sign me up for that. I know. Thank you. Hey, if you're, what's the name? Lorne Michaels. Can you tag? Lorne Michaels. But make this a clip, tag Lorne Michaels and say, you got to do this, Lorne Michaels, and then credit the Schmear campaign. And then give us a job, damn it, Lorne. Let's do it. Yeah. I, I, all right. Well, that that's going to be a video. Okay. I know. Right. We're going to review it and uh, and uh, and we'll see where it goes from uh, from here. But anyway, so love Ellen, love W, love W, miss W, um, <laughs> and I mean, miss W. D-W. You got this W. I do. I do. And you're 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 good. Thanks. You're good. Anything else? Um, I, I think you'd be glad to say, though, just one thing that big of me of the week. I'm not happy with Trump right now. How could you be? I don't like what he's doing. How could how, who could like the only people that like what Trump is doing are Trump psychophants and Tulsi Gabbard and Rand Paul. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I like I just, Tulsi Gabbard, but just for other things. I but, like I like. I like treating friends. I, I wanted to get into this a little bit last week, but you know, we, we got two minutes. We'll wrap up. He, you don't treat friends this way. Um, I, to me, tall. The problem is, is that he I doesn't. To you, if you were the Kurds, just know I would stand with you, bud. I appreciate that. And yeah. my concern with with Trump is, is that he doesn't understand the gravity of the situation. I agree. You know, when he goes up on stage and he talks about the Kurds not helping us in the invasion of Normandy. <sighs> that, I mean, really, that really bugged me because I'm a history guy. You know that about me. You know, it's one of those things that you just scratch your head and you're like, yeah. did this guy just wake up one morning and decide to pull out of Syria without like listening to anybody? Because nobody else is for this. He's the only one that's for this. And now he's sanctioning Turkey. This whole thing is a mess. It's going to be a mess for a long time. Jeez, yeah. I'm, I'm really, you know what? That was really big of you to bring that up. I know. I wanted you to, I wanted you to realize that because sometimes I get wild. That was, re- I, that was really. That's why I said the really big of me uh, move of the week. Hey, nice. Thank you. <laughs> You're like Derek Jeter's kid. I tip my cap to you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, was, that was big. Yeah, no, I, I was not. Uh, I was not happy, man. He pulled out of Syria like he pulled out of you know, as someone in college. That's that's really what he did. It was not. I'm not happy. Good I'm, move. In, good move. Great move in college. Not good in foreign policy in this situation. Good in college. Not good in foreign policy. That's probably a good life policy to live by. Good yeah. in college. Not and, great and, in and foreign policy. Probably the name of the episode. All right, hold on. So. What is it? Good in college, not great in foreign policy. Good in college, not great in foreign policy. I don't want to forget that. That's a good one. I'm glad you said that. Um, With that being said, folks, Schmear campaigners, sports dude, thanks for having me on. I told him that we would get him on. 
Yeah, um, you set something up. I know we we gotta we gotta do that, and uh, you know we're uh, I'm in I'm in countdown mode to my wedding. Hey, this totally. is what about when we go like maybe one of those nights at the wedding? If I get if I'm gonna still get there a day early, that might be the night to do it. Let's see. We'll see yeah. what uh, we'll see what we could do. See, you said we could set something up. Um, another PSA: spread the schmear. Yeah. Um, oh. You know it's. Uh, we're just looking to uh, have our voices be heard. Yeah, Lorne Michaels. Lorne Michaels, we know you're listening. Yeah. Um, make Look, S- make SNL great again. I'll tell you something. That actually, the ending of the Schmear campaign might bring us good in Lorne Michaels' eyes. You know? So, uh, all right. I'm just saying, Lorne Michaels. You're, you're, yeah, good. Just saying. Just saying. Hey, listen, enjoy your aura. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well let me, do you want me to take, I'm going to take it off, actually. Let's see what the, I, I want to, because I can tell there's a difference. Watch me now. I'm going to take another screenshot of this. Unblur my background. Oh. <laughs> I'm back. Wow. Is it 25 years later? Wow. You look the same. And I was going to say, you look damn good. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, I must age like a fine wine. And on that note, Everybody, have a great week. Spread the schmear. Love you. Talk. Are we doing this on Mondays? I think we're doing this on Mondays. All right, we're gonna have to talk about that. We may be doing this on Mondays. Everybody, have a great week. Last night took a L, but tonight I bounce back. Wake up every morning, by the night I count stacks. Knew that ass was real when I hit it, bounce back. You ain't getting checks. Last night took a L, but tonight I bounce back. Boy, I've been broke as hell, catch the check and bounce back. D-Town LAX.